0: Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flash no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck, telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. (laughs) Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The Intellectual Podcast starts now.
1: Welcome to the Intellectual Podcast. I'm your host, David Dawson. With me at the table, uh, as is usually the case, Jessica Drain. Hi. And Stephen Schwartz. Hello. And (laughs) for those of you who know, we're filmmakers. And as filmmakers, I I tell people all the time, Filmmakers do not have a career. They have a series of gigs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as such, we work our asses off for a week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe a couple months. And then we are unemployed again. And we are perpetually unemployed. Um, So, it's yeah, you are really unemployed right now. (laughs) So, it's really tough for artist types because, by and large, they're freelancers. By and large, their real passion is they want to work on something that lights their Artistic fire. Mm-hmm. And in between the artistic fire, you got to still, you know, pay the rent. And it's very difficult to find good part time jobs because you need all these random weird times to take off like mm-hmm. for auditions if you're an actress Works or well. to take meetings in Hollywood if you're a producer type or a director type. So it's just very hard to find a good job that allows you to do that. Some be- sleep some people, if you're if you're a writer. Some people <laughs> they, they go into waiting or bartending because that provides some flexibility but you still have a boss, you still have the pitfalls of a regular job and responsibility to show up at regular times and not miss too much time. So it's often very, very difficult. What we've found all three of us in the last six months or so is the new economy of ride sharing. Mm -hmm. That's Uber, Lyft, sidecar, and a few other things like Postmates. And uh, I don't know about you three, but it's really helped me out a lot. And when I started ride sharing, Um, a gentleman by the name of Harry Campbell, uh, had started a podcast fairly close to when I started driving, uh, called the rideshare guy. And Harry actually had some really great topics in his podcast that helped me out in my first couple of weeks of driving. And, uh, I friended him on Facebook the other day (laughs) and said, Hey, Harry, I'd like you on my show. And here he is. Harry, welcome to the intellectual podcast.
2: Awesome. Nice, long intro. And here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we're out of time. Hey, I like to hear myself talk. I tell everybody that all the time. Yeah. Once you start podcasting, you know, it takes a little while to get over that hump. But once you're over the hump of hearing yourself, you love hearing yourself talk, huh? Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I already liked hearing myself talk before I started podcasting. (laughs) So, you know, I'm half Filipino. I had to sing growing up. So, yeah. (laughs) So, um, When exactly did you start the ride share guy podcast?
2: Um, so I actually, I started it now. It's crazy because I keep, you know, people always ask me from month to month and it's crazy how quickly it's gone. I think it's about seven or eight months old now at this point.
1: Yeah. So it was about a month old or so when I first started listening.
2: Yeah. So, Uh, What motivated you to to do it? Had you done podcasts before? Um, I actually hadn't done any podcasts. I was just a huge fan of listening to podcasts, actually. And, you know, I've been blogging online for a few years, but more as a hobby than anything. And then when I started this rideshare, you know, opportunity as a driver, obviously I'm a driver. I write all about driving and, you know, I started the site and I figured what better way to reach drivers, you know, people that are in the car all the time than with a podcast. So that's how what kind of gave me the idea and inspiration and the fact that i love listening to so many different podcasts that kind of just wanted to try it out well i find podcasts are
1: my favorite thing to listen to in the car whether oh yeah whether i'm ride sharing or not Um, (laughs) and as californians we spend an awful lot of time in our cars Um, How long had you been
2: driving before you started podcasting about it? Um, I think I'd only been driving for about a month or two. Uh, Right when I started. I mean, I loved it. I I, I talked to a lot of, you know, new drivers still. And uh, sometimes I kind of call it a honeymoon phase when you first start. You're just, I mean, you think it's so cool. You think it's literally the coolest thing on earth. And, you know, I didn't want to hang out with my wife. I wanted to go drive rideshare instead. (laughs) i have not heard that one before that's that's (laughs) definitely a new one for me well actually at that time she wasn't quite my wife yet but
0: (laughs) oh nice
2: (laughs) yeah that's right because you took a month off of the podcast because you were honeymooning right that's correct yeah we just recently got married in july
3: congratulations Congratulations.
2: thank you thank (laughs) you
3: jinx
0: (laughs) any other any uh little uber drivers in the future
2: uh, no, no Uber drivers in the future. Not yet at least, okay. but uh, we'll see what happens. No sidecars coming
1: up. Nice. Yeah. So when you, when you started driving, I mean, how did you come to driving? Have you
2: taken an Uber before and yeah. gotten so exposed I mean, that way? I actually, I actually, I don't know if you know this, but I actually used to live in San Diego. So I do know that. I, all right, cool. He knows yeah,
3: everything. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he oh, is kind of a know it all. But you were down near Hotel Circle, right? <laughs> so yeah, I was over in Mission creepy. Valley. Yeah. Well, I lived in San Diego for ten years, so I was all over. I started at UC San Diego. That's where I met my wife. We met first week of school and then uh we lived there for about five years after I graduated. Nice. Okay. Nice. But uh to your question, I started you know, I started as a passenger a couple of years ago, actually, when, you know, Lyft was first, you know, when I was first hearing, you know, a couple of my friends talk about up in San Francisco, there's a service called Lyft and they didn't have it in San Diego yet, but then Lyft came to San Diego and uh, I took a couple rides here and there, you know, when they used to make every single driver had a pink mustache and a lot of them had <laughs> themes in their car. So I still, I think I still remember my first Lyft ride. I think, I, I don't know if I know the guy's name, but I gave him a shout out in one article or podcast because, you know, I looked it up and cause I still had the email receipt and he was the Hawaiian lift or something like that. He had a Hawaiian themed car. And I, I actually, what kind of got me started on the whole thing was I really, I've always looked for ways, or I guess you'd say I've always been kind of good at making money and just, you know, with jobs, you know, whether it's when college or even in high school, I started working and jobs that weren't super tough, but you know, I enjoyed doing. And one of the drivers, when I moved to Orange County told me that they were actually paying drivers when they, break into a new market they were paying them regardless of whether you get rides or not and so when i heard that i said so i can free money to sit on my couch <laughs> and not work <laughs> i signed up the next day <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and that and by the time i got signed up actually that promotion ended but when i started driving so it worked out all right that's funny well my my exposure to it
1: uh, came from one of our actors we were doing a 48 hour film project over the summer this was after 4th of July, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and I feel like next 4th of July will be like this new year's Eve, but we can talk about that later. Um, I, I was struggling over the summer because I was in one of those long unemployed periods <laughs> that I was talking about in the intro. Mm-hmm. And one of our actors was like, Oh, you should drive for Uber and Lyft. I'm like, what are you talking about? What the hell is that? Cause I live in North County, San Diego. And, okay. and there were never any pink mustaches up here yeah. i remember glancing them once in a while when i wandered into downtown and wondered what the hell was that pink mustache <laughs> on that car so strange weird weird trends going on I like just i didn't get it i didn't know what are always the kids men. doing these days
3: <laughs> they were always men. they were men, always men so weird. i figured they
1: all were coming from you know uh, hillcrest or north, uh, north gotcha you know. <laughs> but um but he's like, no, 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 you can make money. I'm like, oh, are you kidding? Like, like a taxi? He's like, yeah. I'm like, how much are you making? He says, well, yeah, if I drive in P- PB or downtown, like yeah, I can make three hundred a night. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Just to drive around? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, you know. So I signed up. Um, unfortunately, he didn't give me a referral code, uh-huh. <laughs> and I didn't know about referral codes, so neither of us got to benefit from that. Um, but. But Steve used my referral code. Yay! Nice. Yay. First <laughs> night. First night, of, uh, actually, the second night,
0: I had 19. Uh,
1: 19- yeah, he banged out twenty trips wow. in two nights. Yeah, in two nights,
0: man. In two nights,
2: a world record right there. Yeah, <laughs> I uh,
0: I couldn't believe how busy I was. It was wow. just, and I had no idea what I was doing because I, <laughs> you know, it was my first night and I just watched a little bit of the uh, the videos. So it was like people were offering, and here's how stupid I was: people were offering me cash tips, and I'm like, oh no, no, we're not. This is a cashless <laughs> system. Like,
2: no, like, don't
0: give me your money. No, don't yeah. give me your money. Uh, give me a a five-star review how about that <laughs> uh, but no i learned my lesson after that
1: well there was definitely a wink wink nudge nudge know what i mean kind of kind of attitude about tipping for a while yeah yeah definitely that, that seems to be ending <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think passengers are starting to wisen (laughs) up to the fact that drivers are a little unhappy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's definitely some sentiments like that, but I I think, uh, definitely at this point I would tell if any drivers out there, they should definitely be accepting tips. I don't say, you know, if someone offers me money at this point, I'm not going to say no. So Mm
1: -hmm. if they've gone through the hassle of pulling their wallet out, who am I to tell them they were wrong? Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's my attitude. It's going to be a
0: point where it's going nothing less than 5.
3: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: minimum 5 there's a $5 minimum on tips. So. Uh, actually, I've gotten so savvy on the tips. I've got a I've got a separate tablet with a square attached to it that's ready to go. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All these preset tip
2: amounts. I'm like, yeah, if you don't have cash, I, I take I take cards. <laughs> well, what? Yeah, actually, I really like that idea because, you know, obviously I talk a lot about tipping and I've wrote, written a few articles about it and, you know, the whole problem with tipping, the the fact that you can't tip on Uber, you know, drivers expect a cash tip and I'm telling drivers that that defeats It's the whole purpose of Uber. You know, when I take Uber as a passenger, I don't have cash. That's why I take Uber. But now these drivers. Well, in in December,
1: I went through a period where I had over three nights. I think I had 20 riders who were like, man, if you took cards, like I'd, I'd tip you. I was like, well, I'm going to take that out of the equation. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. no, definitely. So I set up a square. It's really easy to do. And, yeah. and on New Year's Eve, I was taking credit card tips as well as cash tips. So it worked that, out all right. That's a ultimate. third of the money I made on New
2: Year's <laughs> Eve was from tips. Wow. Yeah, I like that you do it separately, too, because if you have to switch out of your phone, you're trying to end the ride and you're trying to do all this stuff with your phone. Meanwhile, if you just had a separate screen right there, it just makes it so much easier. Right, well, a nice, nice seven-inch tablet. I just
1: hand yeah. them the tablet. It's easy for them. It's all big buttons, and you know, they, oh, maybe they, they slide. It's, it's it then, works well.
0: Then instead of on my phone, because then I would have to exit out of the app uh-huh. in order for yep. them to tip me. If I had a small tablet, mm-hmm. I could do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, and I just <laughs> share fun. the I just share the internet off of my off of my phone. Yeah, to my perfect. tablet, so it works out really well. <laughs> and I wasn't it, sure going into New
2: Year's Eve, but it turned out to be all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that idea. I might steal it. So if you see it, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll send yeah, you I'll a screenshot of it. the setup that <laughs> I have
1: on on the square dashboard because you know yeah. I color coded all the different tip amounts and gave nice. them unique names so that it's also kind of a fun thing.
2: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think especially at this point, you know, kind of like you were talking about when you first got started and your friend was telling you that he made $300 in one night a lot of people had your reaction, right? You Uh made $300 in one night from driving people around. And I think that's what, you know, drivers are starting to realize that, Hey, this is a pretty good job. It's so flexible. And obviously the more drivers there are, you know, the less money there's going to be for everyone else. So kind of doing things like what you're doing, that's what my whole site's about figuring out ways to do what other drivers aren't because at this point things are getting saturated. There's no denying that. And you kind of have to go above and beyond what other drivers are doing. If you want to continue making the top. amounts of money yeah. Well, like Christmas
1: I put Christmas lights in my car nice and so I only had them on when I would pick somebody up so I'd, oh, I'd cool. roll up they'd be I'd see them looking around <laughs> plug the thing in boom the whole car'd light up on the inside <laughs> oh there's my ride you know That's and then they're super cool. happy when they get in the car and you know we'd start chatting and I'd just quietly turn the lights off when we started uh. driving and they loved it and the only time in the five months six months that i've been driving that i had a week two week period where i was consistently five star rated mm-hmm. uh, on uber wow. on uber were those two weeks that i had christmas lights in my car awesome
2: yeah <laughs> great
0: ideas yep how do you get 12 volt christmas lights
1: i mean did are there- they were regular christmas lights i had a I had a cigarette lighter inverter oh no kidding yeah. all right yeah but you can yeah. buy you can buy 12 volt christmas lights at like lowe's and really Home Depot okay. and stuff they, mm-hmm. they
2: sell them there And then I actually get an electric menorah. My wife actually uh, she made me a Christmas sweater, and she put little lights around the wreath on the sweater, and then a little battery pack that I would put in my shirt pocket, and that was a big hit at all the Christmas parties we went to. I'm sure you could do something similar in your car. Yeah, I picked up.
0: I picked up a bunch of people at this rave at Anaheim on on New Year's Eve, and one of them left their uh, little uh, glow stick light. And uh, instead of you know, reporting, saying, hey, somebody left it in my car.
3: <laughs> no one's going to come back. No, no one's
0: going to come back, back for a rave back. light. Yeah. I use it now to, to grab people's attention. Been. Yeah. Really yeah. I was dirtier thinking, than a dollar bill.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I was
0: just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Sanitize it, Steve. Yes. Yeah, it, it's made out of foam. So and the, it and the writing. It absorbs the
3: nasty. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the
0: writing. I, I noticed that there used to be writing on the on the on the outside of it. So I guess it rubbed off
1: for, for some, Oh, so it's been around the block. <laughs> and it's that been was around just LA. I, it, well, Anaheim. Yeah. And now yeah. with Steve, it's been around the block and around the block and, and, and around, around the, the block. block. So. <laughs> but he uses it to signal his writers now. So I just turn it
0: on. Just people oh, awesome. find me when I go in front of a, a bar and there's a bunch of people standing around, they want to know who I am. I just say, whoever, you know, I, I text them saying, look for the lights.
1: <laughs> now I have a question for you the all these rate cuts and i mean the word came out today with Nashville. the rates there dropped today um how far down do you think they can go with those rates before drivers just say stop yeah i'm i'm not able to do this anymore
2: Yeah, it's definitely, I think I saw that, I saw those rate cuts you're talking about. And at that point for me, I don't, I don't know if it would be worth it because, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty too. You know, when you're driving your own car around, it's easy to say, all right, the, you know, the value of my car is this or that, but how much is it really going down, you know, with every mile that you drive? And it's really hard to calculate that. So there's some uncertainty and when I, when you're getting down to making 10 bucks an hour or in that range, I almost think that it might not be worth it when you Mm -hmm. consider gas and the toll it would take on your car. So I definitely think there's, there's definitely a tipping point. And I think we're getting close. I think if there's any other significant rate cuts in any of the major markets, L.A., because you know they've kind of they cut rates at various different times in various different cities. As you saw today, they only did it in Nashville. I think that was the only city. I didn't see any other anyone else posting about cuts. But you know they kind of roll these cuts out slowly. And so if I think if a cut like that were to happen in an L.A. market, there'd be kind of uproar, or revolt, huge almost. mess. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, I
1: know i know because steve steve's an orange county driver like Mm -hmm. you and and i'm a san diego driver so i've like just because of that i've noticed you guys make less money than we do on a per mile basis per minute basis
2: yeah
1: um Mm -hmm. i was shocked i couldn't believe how how different it was um and that kind of keyed me into the well, if I drive other places, I might not do as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> it depends upon the place. But I couldn't believe how low it was for Orange County. It was it was unbelievable, considering how wealthy that area is, too. Yeah. Well, I couldn't believe how high yours were. You know, compared to
0: mine, it was like I, <laughs> we were comparing rates, and 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 you're looking at me going, "No, it's this," and I'm like,
1: really? Yeah it was uh, it was it was quite an eye opener. So I, I I don't know the short trips. I don't like doing short trips at all.
2: Oh no. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I've been talking to a lot of people about lately. The short trips are really kind of the killers right now. I mean, the minimum fare right now in orange County is $4. So for example, I think last week when I drove, I got one $4 fare after the safe rides fee, which the passenger has to pay, but it goes straight to Uber. Uh, there's a minimum fare for Uber, obviously uh, you get $3 and then Uber takes its 20% cut. So you end up with $2 and 40 cents. Yep. And the problem is, you know, if it's a five minute ride, it's not a huge deal, but when you have to wait for five minutes and You're then you have to drive her. to your passenger for five mm-hmm. minutes. And then sometimes, especially I've noticed with Uber passengers, they take a little bit longer than Lyft passengers to walk <laughs> that's outside. True. So yeah. that's another five minutes. So you could end up very easily spending 15 to 20 minutes and you get paid $2 and 40 cents. So that's really, I think that's the, that's the biggest problem right now with the low rates is that minimum fare. I mean, if you're driving 60 miles right now, you're still going to make a ton of money, 40, $50 an hour easily. So it's just really finding those longer fares. That's kind of a big push that I've been making on the site. When I talk about strategy and things like that. Well, I've
1: I've been real lucky here in North County because I'll go online Four mornings a week, and pretty much guaranteed, I get four trips to the airport from here. Nice, that's and that's awesome. a that's usually a sixty to seventy five dollar fare, depending on the traffic. So yeah. you know, and I, I love getting up early in the morning. I got up at five thirty this morning and in, and took a took a fare. In. Between and between five thirty and seven thirty, I did a hundred dollars in fares. Nice. So it was a good morning. I clocked out and I'm like, done for the day.
0: Yeah. I, I rarely get anything in the mornings. Um, I'm in South Orange County. I'm uh, Mission mm. Viejo and I go to Newport Beach and uh, as far as uh, south of San Clemente. And during the day, there's v- literally nothing, virtually nothing uh, available as far as you know picking somebody up. And it's not until late in the evenings um, when everybody's going out to all the bars. And, and I've had both extremes of... I've had where it had taken me literally an hour to try to get to the fair be, the, because he lived off of coast highway. And I don't know if you saw in the news that there was a major accident on new year's Eve. A guy was uh, left lying in the middle of the road. Yeah, it was actually a taxi driver that hit that guy. Yeah, it was, what? yeah, I didn't yeah. hear about that. And he was left in the middle of the road and coast highway was shut down. So I had to literally drive back out of Newport beach, back to the mm. freeway and drive south to Laguna beach, come back onto the coast highway and come up and get this kid and then drive him home, which was maybe five minutes, five of to course. 10 minutes away. <laughs> and it was like a $9 fare that I spent an hour to get. But then again, just the other night I'm in Newport coast uh, on Balboa Island at three o'clock in the morning. And I'm about to leave because there's all it the bars like are closed. I'm going, home. I'm going home. And all of a sudden I get the call blink, and I, pull up to the guy and he jumps into the car and says, get me out of (laughs) here. I'm like, okay, where are we going? Glendale. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Cool. Let's go.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. I think it definitely is not quite as exaggerated as it used to be, but um, you know, there's also the balance that you kind of want to strike between when you do get those really long rides, how do you get back with a fare. You yeah. Know? So right now you drive all the way out to Glendale, you make 80, 90 bucks, but you don't want to have to drive all the way back without a passenger. And Lyft is instituting some cool features. I don't know if it's in San Diego yet, but they're testing out a destination filter right now. Sidecar the San has that already. Yeah. Sidecar has it already. Although I've
1: not gotten any fares using it. Yeah. That's the only problem, <laughs> <laughs> you know, although, <laughs> although sidecar did save my, my ass on new year's Eve. Um, oh really? Cause I wasn't, I wasn't doing so well getting any rides. And then I landed one ride on sidecar and with their back to back feature, I ended up stringing along uh, six fares in a row during wow. the surge, the major surge time. Right. Nice. Um, when I know other friends in the area who are driving Uber and Lyft who couldn't get a ride to save their lives during the surge? Me. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so I ended up doing okay because of sidecar that night, which was hilarious because I'd only ever done four rides on sidecar in the five wow. months I've been a sidecar driver. <laughs> But it's it came through I'm when actually. it counted, you know,
2: so yeah. I was, I was happy about it. Yeah. And as you know, David, you've probably been following my site. So you know that I tell everyone that they should be signing up for Uber, Lyft and sidecar if it's available just for that type of situation.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I just, uh, I just applied for Postmates this
2: week too. Nice.
1: So, nice. And I'm supposed to go in for orientation like tomorrow or Thursday. Cool. So we'll see
2: how that goes. Yeah. I'm, I'm really curious to see how that goes. <laughs> So Actually, what, I have a friend what, down in San Diego who I just talked to the other day. He's doing Postmates after work, and he said he was making not a ton of money, but he said it was somewhat busy, too.
1: Well, I figure if, if that and the ride-sharing services can combine to make me a decent wage during the week <laughs> without having yeah. to commit to a full-time job somewhere, all the better, right? Definitely. Maximize definitely. your opportunity to make money. Sounds good to me.
0: right? Okay, I got a question for the for the entire panel. Okay, so for each one of you answer it as best you can. I'll even answer to. myself. I don't well, want to. You don't want to. Okay. Uh, most memorable ride or funniest ride
1: did you ever picked up? Well, let's start with Jessica. She hasn't talked very much yet. All right. I'm just listening
3: her. to you guys chat. Um, she
1: likes the sultry sound of her voices. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's right. You
0: like it more than anybody else. Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I sound like a man, but all right. Um, most memorable was uh, it was like a three hour event actually I was just about to be off the clock I decided I was going to stop and I got a call to pick up uh, a lady at a hotel she was handicapped in a wheelchair and I'm like oh shit um, I hope my <laughs> trunk is clean enough for that and so um,
1: you say that a lot don't you
3: <laughs> yeah you know my trunk looks pretty good right now just like one box <laughs> Um, and so I got the wheelchair in my trunk. I helped her in. And she's like, uh, do you think, do you have some time to take me around for a little while? I have a couple of things I need to do. I'm like, yeah, sure.
1: This was like your first week driving too, isn't it? First second or week? second. Yeah. yeah.
3: And uh, she was here from, I think, Pennsylvania and uh, opening up um, an organization that would help uh, young first time mothers who had no place to go, and it, it was pretty cool. So I'm like, yes, I will help you. And I first stop was taking her to the senator's office. And I'm like, first of all, I never thought I'd be in here. Second, like, I'm in here? Like, this is just weird. I didn't even know where it was. I, so there I was in the office with her talking. She invited me into the meetings and everything, and I was there. I looked like a slob that day. So ever since then, I've dressed a lot better. Uh, I'd try to doll myself up a little bit, brush my hair or something. And, um, after that, she just had errands to run and, um, just like going to the, you know, get some food and all she had been eating was fast food. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take you somewhere else. That's not fast food because no one should have to eat it that much. Um, so I took her somewhere nicer and then I took her grocery shopping. I took her back to her hotel. I unloaded everything for her and. She was, and a lot of it. A lot of the times, uh, I would do it off the clock because it wasn't even worth clocking her back in just to go across the street to the next place. Um, and she ended up tipping me some a lot of money. Like <laughs> she tipped me a hundred bucks, and wow. I I cried huh. because at that time uh, I, I'm a mom. And it, times get really tough. And she's like, I could tell that you need this because we got to know each other real well. Yeah. And um, and she gave that to me in the very beginning of it all before I wow. had done any of that. And I was going to do all of that anyway, because that's the person I am. And it ended up being a, like a holy moly moment and a moment that I'm going to remember forever. She was amazing.
2: See, that's cool. That's, cool. that's a very cool story. I, I love I like to hear that. those. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: nice. My my nice stories is I take drunk Marines home at night. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't gotten, right. gotten I to any of those yet. We're right here next to Camp like Pendleton. That. You know, so that's my nice stories is I take drunk yeah, drunk yeah, Marines yeah, you know. home. Well, uh, the, the guys at the gate at Camp Pendleton know me. <laughs> like, uh, Hey, Uber driver, go right ahead. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You don't have to get a special pass
0: to get into the base anymore? No, no they
1: just uh, I just flash them I my to, my driver's like, license and they know to who I am.
0: For Domino's I Pizza in San Clemente, we had to get a special base pass. Oh, yeah, deliver. Oh, wow
3: for
0: a little while. Yeah, the well, show so what's your Dave? What's your uh uh
1: your go-to strange event? Probably the the couple that broke up in my car the other night. <laughs> like the weekend before Christmas. Um nice. I picked them up at, at uh the gas lamp and the guy was more drunk than the girl and he piles into my car first and he's like, "Hey, Uber driver, uh, we're just going to PB. I, uh, I'll just guide you in man. I'm like, okay, sure. That's fine. You know, whatever his girlfriend gets in the car and the entire aura changed. <laughs> he was really happy when he got in the car and I was like, all right, it's good. And then she sits, sits down in the car and the door slams and half the car just goes cold. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and we start driving and we're not, even two blocks away. Cause you know, the traffic's so bad trying to get out of the gas lamp. And she's like giving him the complete cold solder. And he's like, babe, babe, what's wrong, babe? Come on, babe. Tell me what's wrong. Just tell me what's wrong, babe. And I'm going, dude, you need to shut up. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. And he just kept at it. And finally she turns to me, Oh, you know what's wrong. <laughs>
2: yeah. He's like, what,
1: what I do. And she's like, don't tell me you don't know. You were talking to that other girl the whole night. <laughs> he's like, babe, babe, she doesn't mean anything She She's dating so-and-so and blah, 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 blah. And he's trying to reason his way out of it. She's like, I stood with you for 30 minutes. You didn't say hello to me. You didn't introduce me. You didn't even look at me for 30 minutes. She's like, when I wandered away, you didn't even notice. It was like one of those conversations. By the time we get to PB, he's, he's so drunk, he doesn't realize how in trouble he is. You know, it's one of those deals. And she's just drunk enough to not realize that having this argument with him at this point is completely pointless. (laughs) So she's getting more and more furious because he doesn't seem to be understanding. All he knows is. Babe, I don't know why you got to ruin such a good night. I was having such a good night. Now you're turning into a nightmare. And so, oh. <laughs> and I'm
3: like, oh, no. She should have pushed him out of the car.
1: Oh. <laughs> <And> Eject- <laughs> I'm just oh. going, oh, my God. Shut up, man. Shut up. And, but I'm not saying anything because you don't step into other people's business. Yeah. When it's like that. Right. So I'm just getting off and We're I'm driving. In. Yelling at you I, yeah, exactly, do you right?
3: laugh though, because I have those situations too. And I just laugh no, because it's mm-hmm. so stupid. I
1: just, I just gripped my wheel and kind of went, Oh, oh. damn it. I don't know where I'm taking them. <laughs> 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 so we start rolling down the uh, grand and Garnett. and I'm like trying to find an Avenue in to say, um, where are we headed? <laughs> and It was so awkward. It was so incredibly awkward. And finally he's saying to her stuff like babe, the last two weeks have been like the best two weeks of my life. And she goes, I wouldn't go that far. In fact, I would say this is all over now. <laughs> and he goes, what, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? And she just wouldn't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> she stared out her window and stopped talking to him. And for the last five blocks of the trip, he's going, babe, come on, babe, talk to me, babe, come on, babe, what's wrong, babe, come on. That oh, word, alone I don't alone understand would make what's going breathing. on, babe. Oh, Stop and calling me babe. I want to we break pull, up with you. We pull up to the address, which is her place. <laughs> and when we first got in, they first got in the car. They were debating about whose place they should be going to.
3: I'm going to my mom's. And I don't so, care where you're going. So
1: he takes us to her place, and. I pull up and I'm sitting there and neither of them are getting out. (laughs) It's just, so I turn and I'm like, good night. (laughs) (laughs) And she opens the door, steps out, slams my door closed. Thanks a lot. And goes charging in towards the the apartment. Right. And the guy behind me is like, (sighs) and he just sits there and I'm like, (laughs) is he going to chase her? I, you know, I don't know, you know? And he, and he didn't, he wasn't, he hadn't given me another address. He hadn't told me what to do. So I, I just boop, clocked him out. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and I sat there for a minute and I finally said, um, so, uh, you getting out? Um, I've had
3: a few of those. Moments. He says, yeah. well,
1: he says, well, uh, you know, can you just take me home? And I'm like, oh, well, you'll have to request me again. Cause I've already ended the ride. <laughs> he goes what oh man i don't want to do that you know uber drivers probably for the best this gives me a good excuse and out the car he goes <laughs> <laughs> and he goes chasing her away and i go offline <laughs> and roll yeah. up the road i don't want to get called by him again and i didn't turn the app on until i got to the interstate <laughs> nice
2: what about you harry what's your uh what's your go-to um, well, I've had quite a few, but one that I haven't, uh, told too many times, I guess, uh, you could say is probably a few months ago, I'd been driving on Uber and Lyft up in LA and I'd gotten all Uber rides. It was weird. It, it was just every ride I was, you know, doing both apps at the same time. And every time I'd turn it on, I would get an Uber ride first and it was kind of popping in and out of surge on a Saturday afternoon. And I get this lift request finally. And it was right about at the point where I was thinking about heading home because I wasn't planning on driving late into the night. I always seem uh, to get lift rides right <laughs> at the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was planning on driving back to Newport Beach from L.A. where I live after I was done. And uh, it's this guy and he has a mohawk and he's, you know, I could tell in his picture, right? and his little lift picture and I said, oh, okay, cool. Maybe this guy will be interesting or funny or something like that. And so I get to his place and I call him and I text him and he doesn't come down and I'm just about to cancel the ride and leave. And he texts me and says, Hey, redhead coming down. I don't even remember what name he said, but that's all he said. And I said, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so I look up and about five minutes later, I'm still waiting there. And finally this girl comes out and she's got this huge painting, covered in a cloth and she gets in the back seat and, uh, she, at first she seemed very normal, very, you know, nice young lady. And, uh, I figured it was his girlfriend or something like that. And she goes, I'm going kind of far. And I say, Oh, where are you going? She says, Newport beach. I say, Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've got this girl, she's an artist, she's pretty attractive. And she wants to go to Newport beach. You know, this will be a fun ride to talk to her. And, you know, um, get a, get paid basically to drive all the way back to Orange County and a nice fare at that too, all the way from LA. And so we start talking and I'm driving and about 15 minutes into the ride, I guess she's having fun talking to me and she says, is it okay if I come up into the front seat? And I say, all right, that's fine. And I mean, this whole time we're driving 70 miles an hour down the freeway. So she takes <laughs> off her seatbelt. I don't even know if she had her seatbelt on, to be honest. And comes up, climbs over, and gets in the front seat. And it's kind of at this point where I start noticing maybe something's a little bit off with her.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. A somewhere.
2: Uh, keep going. And so, you know, she's talking and she keeps out. You know, she asks if she can play music and she starts dancing a little, you know, in her seat. And she took off her seatbelt and she was dancing, you know, really getting into it. And then I kind of started putting two and two together. Like, all right, this girl was definitely partying, you know, before I picked her up. And she was having a really good time, obviously. (laughs) I mean, she's literally has the music she's playing, you know, some, uh, I think she was playing a Calvin Harris song or something like that. And, you know, my radio or, you know, she hooked it up to my awkward. At a hundred percent volume, and I'm just sitting there, like t- I have a I have a volume control on my steering wheel, so I'm like turning it down one by one, yeah. <laughs> without her noticing, and uh, she's just sitting there dancing in her own world. And, uh, this is about, we still have about 30 minutes left in the ride to at this point. <laughs> and, uh, but anyways, long story short, she kind of, you know, she's just being very friendly and she starts asking a lot about me. And that, at that point I figured I should let her down easy. And I told her I was married and, uh, she kept trying to convince me to come party with her and her friends that night. And I kept telling her I was married and she just wouldn't give up. And, uh, <laughs> long story short, we eventually, I eventually dropped her off. And I was so distracted by her the whole time. I had remembered to start the ride, but I actually lost somehow lost connection on my phone oh. two minutes into the ride. Oh! So I did the whole entire ride off the app. And because, you know, I wasn't checking. I honestly, I was yeah. very distracted by the girl. <laughs> <curl. laughs> and that's, that's the real reason why. <laughs> and when I got there. I looked at my phone and it said, you've been, you know, I had a text message from Lyft that said, you've been disconnected. And I looked at the time and it was, you know, five minutes after I'd picked her up. <laughs> and so I didn't get paid for that whole entire ride. I, I ended up emailing Lyft, I think 25 times about this. And they eventually credited me with four $25 passenger credits, oh, I think just to get me off their back. But uh, yeah, so that was the most interesting, funny and at the same time, kind of crappy because I didn't get paid for the ride. Yeah, <laughs> I've had I've that had. moment
3: too. <laughs> yeah, it was a shorter ride, look. I
2: mean, no, I've had I've had mine with uh, a
0: two uh, this drunk couple that I picked up at a, outside of a club that they got thrown out of because uh, <laughs> she got belligerent. Because always a good sign. <laughs> yeah, someone stole her purse, and I I was driving them around and drunking, drunkenly giving me directions. And when I finally dropped them off, I realized I hadn't even started the, uh, I not even started the meter. Yeah.
2: So, you drove I, around the, for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like for an hour. And, it only takes a couple times yeah. for getting to start it. And then when you don't get paid, you're yeah. like, all right, you I'm going to never forget again. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you learn but real my quick.
0: most, my, my most memorable
2: mm. was
0: I picked up this group of people, uh, off a of Lido Island and um, three girls and a guy one of the girls is about 300 pounds and falling out of her dress yeah <laughs> and her boyfriend sitting in the back is just yelling and screaming and complimenting her on her chest
3: <laughs> oh this story
0: yes i've told you this one and i would tell it too she was <laughs> he was going show him honey show him show him <laughs> and it was like joe pesci in the back back seat just you know yapping away like a little dog and and i'm like oh and i'm thinking out of this <laughs> just thinking not out loud just oh please 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 do not let them out do not let them out and all of us, then she just drops her top and she holds them up and she said these are some class a's and i said look like more like d's to me and <laughs> and she said more like double d's <laughs> and to make matters worse, Joe Pesci reaches up between the seats and starts slapping her <laughs> as hard as she can on the sound effects. Yeah, sound effects. You had to had to add <laughs> the sound effects to it because you're just the mere you watching it happen and trying to keep my eyes on the road and <laughs> and not realizing says I gotta see you naked and I'm like I don't wanna know <laughs>
2: it's like you don't want to look but you can't help yeah, yourself well, she's like you
0: pulling on my shirt saying look 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 she's showing him have you ever seen anything like that in your life and i'm like no. no
2: yeah yeah no the cool the coolest thing i mean i think you know you do a lot of people ask me you know about You know, do you have any bad experiences? I really I haven't had any bad experiences, but I I think kind of these weird or you know, all these you know, unique experiences, they always make for the best stories. That's kinda why I like them, just so I can retell. Because, you know, if someone would have told me the things that happen in an Uber and a Lyft car before, I would have thought they were kidding. But once you start driving, (laughs) I mean that's honestly it's not even the craziest story I have. Right, right. I
1: am I am dead certain. That at least three occasions somebody was getting jerked off in the back seat. Sweet, <laughs> yeah.
3: Good to and I was too
1: scared problem. to look. You know, just like you please that tell me that's not happening in my car. Blanket back in the back seat of my car. <laughs> Is there so a cleaning pretty...
3: fee for that?
1: <laughs> I got puppy pads in my car now that I can lay down if they look like they're going to be unruly. Um, but I forgot the other the other story, and this was my number one before the breakup was Halloween it was only nine thirty, mind you the night had just begun and i show up at this house and fred and wilma flintstone come wandering out of this party fred's got a 40 in hand which he's desperately trying to down before he gets to the car oh, God. right and i thought well this is gonna be interesting you know fred's fred's drunk as a skunk and he he she gets in the passenger side back seat he gets in my side back seat and he just drops the 40 on the driveway before he gets into my car and I watch it roll off into the, into the grass. I'm like, all right, here we go. They close the doors. He's, the, he's like, okay, we're going home. I'm like, all right. He's like, you might want to go fast. <laughs> like, okay. So I pull back and I get about three blocks down the road and mind you, it's a 12 mile ride. Part of it's going to be on the freeway. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I just got to get to freeway quickly and then we'll be moving along. I get about two blocks away and I look in my right hand rear view mirror to to check on a lane change. Just in time to see Wilma Flintstones head out my passenger back window, yakking into the wind. (laughs) I go, what the hell? And I look behind me, and sure enough, she's on her knees. Her ass is up in the middle of the cabin, and her head's out the window, and you can hear her going,
2: blah.
1: Well, yep, and I'm babba-doo. like, I said to Fred, I'm like, I'm like, uh, dude, should I pull over and like let her out? He's like, no, dude, drive faster. It'll be better for you. <laughs> He's like, she's going to be doing this the whole way home.
3: <laughs> Gnarly.
1: Great. I'm like, all right. So the whole way home, literally, she has her head out the window the entire ride, even on the freeway, and every time I checked on her in the rearview mirror, she is throwing up. Wow. Well, nice. 9.30 p.m. on Halloween. She won. <laughs> we get to the apartment, I come rolling up, I as soon as I stopped, that door flung open, she just spilled out of the door and ran off to the apartment fred gets out he's like you did a good job uber driver way to get us home fast i'm like all right and he comes around to her door which she left open and he uses one finger <laughs> to close the door for me <laughs> and i'm like what's the damage dude he's like yeah you're gonna want to go find a hose <laughs> did,
3: did they tip you
1: no tip right no it was uber no, tip. Oh, no geez tip, louise <laughs> yes yeah. you want to go find a hose so I, I cruise over to the closest gas station. I just waxed the car. Thank God. So that helped. Um, but I go and from the handle all the way back to the rear, um, tail light is just this like fan out of vomit. (laughs) And because it happened on the freeway at speed, it had wrapped all the way around the back (laughs) of the car too. It's just like fingers of vomit around my, my backside of my car all the way to the license plate. (laughs) Uh, nice, but it hosed right off. Thank God. No. So I didn't, I didn't do the cleaning fee or any of that stuff for yeah, him. But I would, I <laughs> but yeah, nine 30. I couldn't believe it was nine 30. And then I had to sit there and go, do I do drive like- the rest of the night? Is it going to be like this all night? But fortunately here in San Diego, it hasn't been that bad. That's no. the only puke incident I've had in six months. I would so.
0: say that the, the funniest story that I ever got from a writer was, I picked up a nurse at Hogue hospital and I had, just been uh driving for about a week so i really didn't have any stories and she was asking me she says, do you have any funny stories and i said not from driving i mean <laughs> i'm a bit of a comedian so i'll tell you a joke and i asked her i says what do you do and she says i'm a maternity nurse and i said well do you have any funny stories about you know delivering babies and she says well i do have one but i just have to ask you do you mind if i'm a little graphic and I said, no, I used to watch porn for a living. And, <laughs> and, and she said, Better okay, tell him where. Okay. he worked okay. mission control at DirecTV, just to be <laughs> clear. I was, I, was a, I was a DirecTV um, mission control uh, operator. So I had 11 channels of hardcore pornography that I had to monitor <laughs> for quality control. And, um... <laughs> yes, yep, that's, that's a vagina. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we have insertion. Um... <laughs>
1: And well, OK, so <laughs> now, jokes, meanwhile, you know? Harry's going, what podcast did I want her to do? <laughs> Welcome. Well,
0: um, she said, well, she had just gotten her degree and it was her first night uh, working in the maternity ward. And she was told by her supervisor to investigate any noise coming from uh, inside the delivery rooms. <laughs> and so it's late at night, it's around one o'clock in the morning. And all of a sudden she hears from one room this sound and she looks at her supervisor and says what the hell is that she said well you have to investigate go 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 look so she knocks on the door rather lightly still hearing that and she just opens the door just slightly and there on the bed is mom naked spread eagle holding the hand of dad in one hand and vigorously masturbating with the other. What? (laughs) And she explains to me that, that sexual activity will induce labor. It produces the same hormones. So something that you should, you know, learn about before you're going to have kids.
1: (laughs) Taking notes, Harry, taking notes. I'm learning a lot right now. So,
0: So, she just closes the door, leaves them alone And a few (laughs) hours later, the baby's born, and it's her job to tag uh, mom, dad, and the baby to keep them together for security. So she goes into the delivery room, and there's some guy sitting in a chair holding the baby. So she puts a tag on the baby's arm, and she goes over to mom and puts a tag on hers, and goes over to the guy that she was holding hands with and puts a tag on him. And she asks, us, why does he get an armband? I said, well... The, you're the family you got dad you and the baby so no 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 the one holding the, the guy holding the baby uh is the, the fa- is, is the baby's father this is my dad
3: what what the? <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i need to listen to this story again
1: the guy uh, holding her hand and, while she was uh, masturbating I, was her father
3: it's a family affair yeah
1: <laughs> There's there's being a supportive parent and there's yeah, being a supportive a parent. parent and then there's what state just, was this in this, this was Orange County Hogue Hospital
3: oh. um, right
0: down on the road for me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and this is just their move.
0: Yeah, this is this is fetish porn that that you don't really know knows weird, yeah, really weird. So, so weird. That is my absolute oh, without a man. doubt
2: oddest story. That's hilarious. What's the longest ride you've given Harry? Um, it was probably that, uh, LA to orange County ride that didn't count, but, uh, <laughs>
3: that's rough,
2: yeah. but, uh, yeah, I, I've done, and then I did one other one from orange County area up to like the Valley. So, you know, right around, nothing like LA to San Diego. So probably close to like 80, 90 miles, but nothing over a hundred. So,
0: yeah, I had that one that I did from, uh, Balboa to Glendale. That was my, yeah. longest.
2: that's pretty far.
0: Yeah.
1: That was a seventy-eight dollar run. Nice. No, it was, yeah. excuse me, seventy-three. My, my longest was Oceanside to uh, El Cajon.
3: I drive that all the time, fare. just <laughs> because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long journey.
1: Um, what would uh, what would you say to anybody who's currently thinking about going into ride sharing?
2: Uh, if anyone's currently thinking about it, I mean, kind of what we've already talked about, I think, I mean, I think it's a great uh, second source of income. It's definitely getting tougher with yeah. the uh, quantity of drivers to make a full-time income. Yeah. So many. Br- yeah. I mean, I'm bringing on a few people. I'm actually have a new contributor on Wednesday. We're going to be launching our YouTube channel. Uh, quick plug, but, um, nice. you know, I have a guy please, and please, he's going to be coming please. on. He's a full-time driver. He's He's working 70 hours a week on uber and lyft but he's he's made over a thousand dollars you know for the past 12 weeks and he's in the cincinnati market so it's definitely possible still but it's just you know most people aren't going to have the motivation and the work ethic really i mean i don't i know i wouldn't be able to drive for 70 hours a week so kind of my what i've been telling people right now is if you're looking for that flexibility and if you're looking for if you enjoy driving you enjoy talking to people you might you're not going to come it's not going to make you rich but it's definitely going to provide for a nice little extra income or secondary source of income and if you want to make it something a little bit more there are ways that you can do that if you're really motivated and you if you really want to make it work then you can it depends you know how badly you need it i guess
3: yeah and and being a girl cuz i get asked this all the time isn't it scary like do bad things happen uh and so far no inappropriate things are said sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> And I'm, and I'm always
1: having to watch that,
3: and I'm single too, so that doesn't help. And I remember the first time I did a ride at night, it wasn't too late, it was pretty early still. Uh, I I got hit on, and he wouldn't get out of my car, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And he was, I picked him up at a Motel 6, which was weird already, <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: And um, it was just strange, but it, that happened for yeah. the
1: first time, hey, 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 hey.
3: <laughs> for the first time, I've heard stories about this last week or maybe it was two weeks ago, I got asked um, if I'd show the guy my boob. I've never been asked that before.
1: Your response is supposed to be, how big's your tip going to be?
3: <laughs> oh, and that's what she said.
1: <laughs> I could
3: respond with that, but I know that will also get me in trouble because it always does. <laughs> My yeah, jokes are never taken lightly. <laughs> no.
2: yeah, it's actually pretty cool. I think that, you know, because there are a lot of female rideshare drivers out there, especially when you compare to taxi. I think the taxi numbers are two or three percent. Whereas with rideshare, um, I've seen anywhere from 20 to 30 percent. And I just did a little informal survey that I know you were a part of. And uh, <laughs> I think the numbers that... I I asked, you know, are you male or female? And I think I got right around 20 to 25% of my audience is female. So. Yeah.
3: And I feel very comfortable. I wouldn't do it if I didn't, mm-hmm. Now I have to come home to my daughter. So, um, definitely I suggest it to women. And especially if you love getting to know people, it's so entertaining. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's very entertaining. Yeah. It, it. I'd say the number one question that people ask me when they get in the car is how do you like doing this? Yeah. Like it's, uh, like nobody asks anybody that about their job on a normal <laughs> yeah. basis, yeah. except certain types of jobs Yeah, working in entertainment. You get that question yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, and
2: driving for Uber and Lyft and sidecar, you get that question. You know what else people, I, at least with me, uh, they always like to ask me is how much money you make. They and do. I've uh-huh. been asking that a lot. I think that's just a funny, I mean, I, I usually give them kind of a ballpark, but I think it's a funny question, right? Because in any other industry, you, you can't go ask and it. ask someone, hey, how much money do you make per hour or <laughs> yeah. but all of a sudden with ride share, it's completely, I mean... I'd say you know for a while there, especially earlier when I was just starting, I would say at least half the rides it would somehow turn to how much I was making or yeah. you know something about the income. I did get an interesting question
1: the other night. It's the first time I've faced this question. I picked up these three very lovely ladies, um, and they ended up calling themselves the, the Divorce Club. Uh, at least halfway through the ride. Um, but they get in the car and the one girl in the seat is really rowdy compared to the other two. And she's like, Uber driver, Uber driver, I got to ask you a question before we go anywhere. And we're already starting to roll. I'm like, what, you know, what what, 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 what's this question? She says, um, are you a, are you, are you a rapist? Are you a pedophile? Are you, <laughs> are we in any way, shape or form in danger? Riding in your vehicle with you? And I I stopped the car, and I looked at her in the rearview mirror, and I said, it's an odd question. (laughs) She goes, what do you mean? She goes, what do you mean? I ask it of every Uber driver that I have now. And I said, well, if I was any of those things, do you think I would tell you that up front right now just because you asked? And she goes, um... And I locked the door and started driving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't
0: to shovel at a bag of lime in the, the trunk
1: for nothing. <laughs> and the girl in the front seat turns around and goes, I told you it's a stupid question to ask. <laughs>
2: it's
1: like that question at the at the airport. Do you have any drugs
0: or, or explosives on you?
3: Yeah, I've been giving no. uh, no. this one girl that I picked up once, she was from New Orleans and um she, she gave me her pepper spray off her backpack. She's like, I think you're going to need this more than me. <laughs> oh, and wow. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, thanks. Cause I was going to go buy one. Also, I'd probably spray myself in the face before I yeah. actually figured out how to use it because I panic.
1: <laughs> yes. I've driven a lot of Europeans around. I've which driven I, a few. Lots of Europeans here in San Diego. During taking, the summertime, especially. Yeah.
2: It's been fun. It's no, fun, it's fun it's to fun. talk to people from around the world. yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I I love talking to people and I love meeting. I just like meeting new people too. So obviously driving with Uber and Lyft is cool because that's exactly what you do. And I also like kind of the sense of the connection and kind of the sense of trust that as soon as someone gets into your car with Uber, you know, if you were to stop this person on the street and try to talk to them, they'd probably think you're a weirdo. But as soon as they get into your car, you kind of develop this instant little bond. And most of the time, you know, they want to talk to you and they want to learn about you and you want to learn about them. And like, like you said, in my last weekend, I, I drove, you know, a few weeks ago, I had someone, a life coach from New Zealand, uh, you know, a seventy, the oldest guy I've ever taken on Uber. I don't even know how he called the app. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, he said like his cousin, he said his, his nephew set it all up for him and he managed to still call me and figure it out and, and then a Playboy <laughs> Bunny up in LA. So, you know, you just meet a very wide ar- yep. array of people. Definitely. <laughs> yep. That's the one
1: thing that I, I wish. I wish, I wish I was able to Drive more celebrities. I see all the celebrity photos from Uber and Lyft drivers up in LA, and I'm oh. like, man, that'd be so cool. Well, <laughs> gets, I think it's time for a road trip. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I did, although that, uh, although I interview celebrities on my <laughs> podcast all the time, anyway. so I don't yeah. know. You know, <laughs> I do that anyway, but
3: but still
0: having them in your just car, to say, oh, they were in my car for and you an can hour. Lock them oh, in I now? got a
1: question. What what is the the
0: legal uh, ramifications of putting like a um, a GoPro camera? Uh, in the car, a couple of GoPro, mostly not to just document, but for security.
2: Yeah, no, actually, that's a good question. I, I actually have an article that will be coming out at some point because um, a couple people have emailed me asking about a GoPro. And I think uh, what we or what I did kind of my interpretation from kind of looking at the regulations and things like that is basically if you someone or record video or audio you need their permission and so i think uh, what most drivers are doing are they're facing the video outwards so outside the windshield dash you know for ac- any type of accidents or anything like that comes up but since it also records audio now you have audio in the car and i, I don't think I mean, maybe legally you're supposed to ask permission to record the audio, but it's more like you said, safety or, if, you know, just if you know, who knows what happens. You don't technically kind of you have to ask. You just have policy. to make
1: sure that it's, it's made clear to them okay, that yeah, getting sorry. into the vehicle, uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're allowing to be videotaped. Mm. Um, cause, cause film organizations and stuff face that all the time. You have gotcha, to, you have gotcha. to post signage that is clear to anybody in the vicinity that.
2: Is it the same thing for audio? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Any any so sort of
1: capturing I, device, yeah, um, may occur, and they have the option to to get out of the car.
3: Oh. <laughs> uh, so at that point they're just gonna stay in.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. Well I think audio because one
1: of the long things long. Steve's really worried about is minors in the car. Yeah. Because he gets a lot of requests, especially if they're in Orange County. I don't know, Harry, if you experienced the same thing, but he gets a lot of kids like, Oh, you know, my dad didn't want to come pick me up, so I picked you know, up little He gave me he gave me a Zuber account and told, could, told me to get a ride right home.
3: I picked up kids that weren't even teenagers yet. Yeah. They're from the skate park.
1: Yeah. I go, right? and I had a kid who was late for school one morning. His parents were all gone, and he needed he needed to ride into school. And it's like, you know, I don't really want to transport a minor without an adult in the car. But it's interesting.
2: Yeah. I actually haven't taken any kids yet. I'm surprised now that I think about it. I haven't heard that situation come up a lot, but I mean, technically, you know, kids aren't, if you're under 18, you're not allowed to request a ride. But at the same time, you know, as a driver, you you don't want to waste all that yeah. time going over there to pick them up and then, you know, you get them in the car and now you can't take them. So it's kind so, of a, well, and a lot of times it's their parent making the request. It is. I know? would be corresponding yeah. with the account.
3: parents every time.
1: Yeah. I'm like mm-hmm.
3: I'm on there. But I, I would see where
1: videotaping the ride
2: would be beneficial in, yeah. that, in that instance yeah. in mm-hmm. case
1: anybody says anything. It's like, hey, I yeah. got documentation, you can watch the video.
2: You know? Well, yeah. So I think what most drivers that do have a GoPro, I know there are a few out there that have GoPro and they're well, that's what they're doing. They're doing video outwards more for accidents or anything like that that might happen, and then audio in the car from the GoPro. There yeah. you go. A little okay. safety
1: tip. Kajabi Yeah. Go. <laughs> don't cross the streams <laughs> 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 so um, Harry thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us about ride sharing thank you um, Yeah, it's fun, it's fun to share the stories I've actually been thinking about starting a podcast on our network that is you know Uber confessions. Yeah, that's that a great idea. You yeah. know, yeah. And people I, want to know. Yeah, I <laughs> want to invite I want to invite other rideshare uh, drivers to join me, you know, like go on all the different forums online and say, hey, you know, you got a story to share. And invite them on the show. Um, I think that could be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, definitely. I actually I already know a couple guys who uh, are blogging about stuff like that. So I can set you up after we get off. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, that'd be there really cool. That'd
1: be great.
2: Cool. And this uh, this episode will be going up on Monday. So awesome.
1: <laughs> You're the second episode of the new year. Ooh, Sweet. woohoo! <laughs> woo-hoo. Um, cool. So have a good night. Also, uh, listen
0: to the other podcast. I recommend that we've done, especially uh, the one that's uh, it's entitled
1: hashtag two fingers. I knew yeah. you were going to say that. You want to hear how dense Steve is. Listen to hashtag two fingers all right i'll have to check it out yeah you guys got a few good ones up there and um and yeah thank thank you so much for the time thank your wife for letting you take the time to sit and chat with us on a weeknight always and uh happy new year yeah happy new year and what are what are all the what are all the phrases uber on Mm-mm. Gift a lift. I don't know. To lift. There okay. should be mottos. You're at your destination. We have secret <laughs> handshakes. Here's your, here's your destination. Get out. <laughs> oh if you enjoyed gosh. your ride, That's my just... name's Dave. If you didn't, I'm Shirley. Yes. Now get out. <laughs> All right. Thanks,
2: Harry. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
1: This episode of The Intellectual Podcast has been brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has over 100,000 titles for you to download and listen to on your iPad, iPhone, Android, or really any mobile MP3 device that you might have. So if you're into audiobooks and you are looking for the absolute best, show your support for The Intellectual by signing up for an Audible trial at audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. That's audibletrial.com slash T-I-N and show your support for the intellectual network by signing up for the free trial with audible.com.